if young people want to continue making change, it doesn't stop with the voting. And I think that's something like including people who can't vote. The 2020 election was years in the making. It sometimes felt drawn out and was a dominating presence in the media and in our minds. In this week's hashtag Pass the Mic Youth episode, we're talking about the role of young people as both voters and important stakeholders in our system of government. Young voters played a large role in the outcome of the election's results, with 10% more voting age youth turning out for the 2020 election than the 2016 election. Some of this increase may have come from the large push from organizations and activists to mobilize the youth vote. We spoke with two college students who work with Are You Voting, a nonpartisan organization whose goal is to increase youth civic engagement. Hi everyone, my name is Cassie and I'm currently a student at Rutgers University in New Brunswick. I'm a sophomore and I'm currently interning at the Eagleton Institute of Politics Center for Youth Political Participation as an RU Voting intern and I'm also studying communications. Neha is also an intern with RU Voting. So at RU Voting, uh, I'm an intern with the Center for Youth Political Participation on the RU Voting Initiative, which is basically occurring during the fall. We aim to sort of um, like really encourage college students to like not only be aware of their community, but understand how they can feel involved and like personally feel like they can have a role to play in like their political system. And so we usually when we're on campus, we run voter registration drives and we have events called like pizza and politics, popcorn and politics. We'll watch the debates. It's like it's usually like a lot of fun. And um, in my role, I actually do a lot of we do a lot. We do like reading and stuff like that. So we can obviously know like the frame, the framework to approach a situation, because like there's just some certain things that like you really have to deeply understand about not only the American political system, but also how to talk to people about it, because I feel like talking politics um, can sometimes be a tricky subject. And so along with learning, we also do like social media and digital content creation which is like totally new for me. I was like such an Instagram newbie when I, it was really embarrassing. I'm like 20 years old and I can like barely work Instagram. But um, we do like stories and I did like a takeover the other day where I did like my ballot journey. So everyone got to see me researching my ballot, filling out my ballot and like walking to the ballot box and dropping it off. Sometimes young people get the rap that they don't care about politics. Younger age groups have historically had lower voter engagement rates. However, RU Voting looks to dispel this idea and show that young people can be extremely engaged in politics, especially if it's made to be more accessible. So I feel like there's like a, an important way to approach like talking about voter registration with particular communities and like getting young people involved is really, really important because there's like this narrative that young people aren't invested in our political system, like they have like it appears that they have like low voter turnout rates so it's like oh young people don't care about like what's going on but in reality like there's a lot of like factors that kind of run really deep that explain why you know young voters they move around more they uh and when when you move from state to state in the U.S. you have to like change your voter address and you have to like there's a specific residency requirement and stuff like then there's like all these like different aspects of it that go into it that um also like taking away ballot boxes on college campuses, making it hard for college students to vote. There's like so much that goes into it and there's so much that are like that's keeping people from voting. And I feel like that sometimes um, translates into apathy when in reality, like we care so much because it's not only like 
something that we are expected to do, is something we want to do to make our country and our futures better. Cassie also believes that for those who are able, voting is a way to make our voices heard. And I think it's like a sense of empowerment, like making people feel like their thoughts and opinions are valued and that they have something to contribute to this system, the system of voting and, you know, casting a ballot and sharing what you think, who you think should win an election. Um, So I think a big thing is empowerment and showing young people that their peers are involved in this because I think that peer-to-peer influence is the strongest amount of influence. You can have an old person telling you you should be voting, but when you hear it from someone else your own age, it has like a greater impact, in my opinion. One way that they believe voting could be made more accessible for young people and everyone who's eligible to vote is by declaring Election Day a national holiday. I feel like a really important part of like voter engagement is accessibility to voting. Like Election Day occurs on a Tuesday and that's not even a national holiday. And so how how do you expect these how do you expect these students who have to pay for their degrees, who are expected to have other requirements to sort of give that up for a day to go and vote? Like if we made um, absentee voting, early voting, mail-in voting, if we made that more accessible, we could encourage widespread voter participation. Cassie and Neha are both hopeful that their work with RU Voting has helped to demystify the voting process for their peers. However, Neha is worried that political campaigns still overlook the youth vote. I feel like the like voter turnout for the midterms for the 2018 election was like that was showed such positive changes. I know in our university, when you look at the installed data, which is kind of like data that's collected among different universities to see how you're doing, I think we went from like 11% the last time it was calculated to like 44%. And so, yeah, we actually like won an award for like most improved voter turnout, uh, voter registration at Rutgers. And so... <laughs> And so, like, I don't know, I feel like things are changing because I feel like young people, like, they're not, like, deemed as valuable in, like, political arenas when you sort of think about, like, when you when you think about, like, who campaigns are reaching out to, they're reaching out to, like, older voters, they're reaching out to boomers because they know that they're going to go vote. Not only, not only are they retired, so they have the time in their day to go and stand in line and to go and research voter registration and to like have the time to change their address. Not only do they have more time, but they're more just like familiar with how elections are because most likely like they've voted before. They have a like stable place to stay. Like they don't move around as much. They're not like going from their parents' home to undergrad to masters to their job. You know what I mean? Like they have a situated place where they can stay. And so there's like a bunch of reasons why they are kind of like the coveted voter block. But I think that's changing because millennials and Gen Z were like the largest block now, like just numbers wise. During this past election, one huge way they worked to encourage young people to vote was to help register new voters. However, as with all the work they do, they work to remain aware of everyone's unique experience and that not everyone is able to vote. You do not want to ask somebody, hey, are you registered to vote? Because, like, if they're not a citizen, they can't vote. And so if they tell you, like, oh, hey, like, oh, I'm not registered, well, you don't want to, like, if it's because of their citizen status, like, if they happen to be undocumented, like, that's, pers- like, you can't ask about that. Like, that's really personal. And so you can't frame it as, oh, hey, have you voted? Or, hey, are you registered to vote? Hey, can I give you some information about voting? Hey, do you have a minute to talk to me about um, voter registration? 
It's just like not only understanding the concept, but understanding the people and the communities that matter behind it. And because there's not only like there's other ways, even if you are not a citizen to engage, like you can volunteer at the museum, you can go and lend a hand at the local library, you can um, you can write op-eds about issues that you care about, you can attend community meetings and you can go and talk to your public officials about things and the changes that you want to see in your community and get involved that way. Like it's really important to stress all this stuff because voting is really important, but it's not the end all be all. If young people want to continue making change, it doesn't stop with the voting. And I think that's something like including people who can't vote because there's so many other things that you can do. Like you said, phone banking, volunteering, um, interning at a political campaign. Like, I think that's also something really important that not a lot of people think about, like the people who can't vote or the people who choose not to vote. What can they do to continue the change or create some change? There are many ways to influence the future course of our communities. Voting is just one of these ways, and it's important to remember that engagement with government and politics is not the only way to create meaningful, positive change. But politics can have a massive effect in our lives and can be a powerful tool to implement the ideas of movements. Neha told us that she can sometimes feel overwhelmed by politics taking up so much energy, and she thinks other young people may feel the same way. She often tries to reflect and come back to why she does it and where her passion comes from. Like, if you are interested in it, like, I think it's really worth sort of, like, remembering why you got involved. And I think that, like, that is such an interesting conversation to have with someone. If somebody is interested in politics, ask them why. For Neha, her why stems from what a democratic government represents. I feel like a lot of people... They think that they can't get involved in politics because they just like and that was my idea for like the longest time before I got to college. I was just like, oh, it's not for me. You know what I mean? Like they think it's not like for you. But then like I saw, uh, oh my God, have you ever seen Knock the House Down? It basically details the um, like Senate races or sorry, the um, con uh, congressional races of like four different women and AOC is one of them. And there's this, like, there's this one scene where she talks about how her dad, um, who had passed away, um, when, when she was very young, he, like, wanted to go on this road trip with his buddies. Like, they had been planning this road trip, and she was like, let me come, Dad. Like, I really want to come. And he was like, oh, buddy, like, it's just for me and the guys. Like, and she was like, please, please take me, please. And so he was like, all right, jump on it. And so they drove from, um, I'm pretty sure she's from New York, and so they drove from there to D.C. And then they step out of the car, and they walk, and then she, and then he shows her, like, um, the different, like, the Capitol building, like, the Washington Monument, and, like, all this stuff, and he just, like, and it's her, like, and she's telling the story sitting on, like, a bench before she, like, steps in to become a congresswoman herself. And so she's sitting there, and she's, like, Oh, I remember my dad pointing to this building when we had come here all those years ago, like before he had passed. And he was like, this is all for you. Like, this is your government. It's for you. And she's just like tearing up, like talking about her dad and like how much he really believed that and how he really lived that. And I was like, it's for me too.
for context, that episode was recorded before the election last November. Um, Nuera and Mateen spoke with both Casey and Neha uh, about their experience with Are You Voting? And I think that their uh, personal insight into like, the importance of young voters and engaging them in the political process is helpful to think about outside of just the election cycle as well. Uh, how do we get young people involved in communities and how do we uh, like see ourselves in the political process I think is a huge question that um, all young people need to think about because it's definitely a, a big part of making change in, in the world yeah I totally agree um, I think it's really interesting to have um, the hindsight that we do now that we're sort of a little bit out from the election um, it's very interesting to hear Cassie and uh, Neha talk about, you know, the importance of voting and um, the strategies that they're using to get people registered, um, knowing that the last election, the 2020 presidential election, had the largest electoral um, turnout in, like, history. Um, an incredible number of people turned out to vote despite the pandemic. Um absentee ballots and you know socially distanced voting and all of that um didn't stop people from turning out in huge numbers um to to you know make their voices heard at the ballot box so i think it's really interesting um to hear that yeah in context yeah i thought a lot of the points they brought up helped me think more about how you know even when you when we see what you're just mentioning to where how like just the turnout in general has advanced so much and has grown it's kind of like shifting the perspective on what it means to contribute and how we go about doing so even if it's as simple as like they mentioned in the um in the episode like voting or helping out in other ways like volunteering or raising awareness about accessibility and ways to go about registering to vote and these kind of things i really enjoyed talking to neha i think she um opened my eyes to a lot of things i wasn't aware of and like how to approach you know like having a conversation about this stuff with other people. Yeah. Um, and I think when I was talking to Cassie, it was so interesting, um, especially talking about like social media in general, but TikTok, which has sort of gained popularity recently. Um, I am amazed by how much information is just available on TikTok. People, creators, activists are putting so much work into like sharing information um in again accessible one minute um at most videos um and i just think that it's so cool and she was talking about um how she sort of showed her ballot box process of her filling out a mail-in a ballot and how to properly send it in so that you wouldn't get any errors or you know declined or whatever and i i just think that's incredible i think this this you know Young people are always sort of on top of the game as far as like social media and um, getting information out there. And this is just one of the ways that they're um, really great at, at sharing information um, effectively, efficiently, quickly. And um, I would say that social media campaigns definitely had a huge impact on getting people registered and like aware and um, ready to vote so i think that was really really cool to hear so so true yeah i this might not be a popular opinion but i i really do think I, this past year it has of course had so many challenges but i think one of the 
great learnings we've had from it is that like our ability to use technology in great ways has like like i don't know exponentially increased because i think you're right a lot of it has to do with people using all these like technology social media platforms to really spread awareness and and share information that's that's not just informative but it's like it kind of guides you and it's helpful like i think this will set a precedence for like you know any type of political involvement going forward and i think it's so true tiktok actually has so much information i didn't i hadn't really thought about that but i think i also learned about my uh mail-in ballot through a social media (laughs) post as well and um, my sister and i did that together and so yeah it's just it kind of just shows because youth are at the forefront of like using and adapting and creating technology it kind of just begs the question like you know what can happen in the future too with if youth are using their technology to contribute to you know transformation in their in their community or in their country things like that yeah it's such a important tool for staying informed as well and, and being able to understand um more about like some of the smaller positions too if you're voting like what it is that people are are standing for when maybe it's not something that's being regularly talked about. I remember last um, election was the first time that I was able to vote in a presidential election, but I mean, there's also a lot of other um, people on the ballot that you don't hear quite as much about. And so being able to really like do my own research and try to figure out what people's views and standpoints were before um, like getting my ballot and going through it and everything, I thought was super helpful. Um, and I think something else that was mentioned in the episode that uh, I feel like is really important is being able to have discussions about politics um, with people uh, and talk about why that's actually important, like why are politics important and and why is it important to even stay engaged in the political sphere? Um, Just because I think it can be so easy to disconnect from that, especially when you don't feel like candidates are specifically talking to you about issues and, and, and talking to people with differing views to you about why it is that they feel like it's important to stay engaged and, and how we can do that, even if it's not through voting, because there's so many other ways to still be involved in politics. Yeah, I think that's um, something really important to discuss, especially, I think it was... Um, either Cassie or Neha brought it up that, you know, there's so many people who can't vote, um, or, and also there's people who just don't feel like that that's the way to get things done. Um, but obviously, as we know, here at Pass the Mic Youth, there are so many other ways, um, to get involved other than voting. Um, and I think that young people are on, I mean, on the front forefront and like, are incredibly great at both. Um, and I think that the past year and just, I mean, in general, but specifically putting a microscope on the past year has shown that young people are definitely not apathetic and, um, not uninvolved and are incredibly passionate actually about, um, the future and, you know, taking control of it and, um, whether that's through, voting and getting others registered to vote and informing people about how to get registered to vote or um whether it's just you know um being an activist marching in the streets um you know running a blog about you know on like things 
movements that people don't know about that are happening all over the world or all of these things that people are doing um, are all ways to get involved in the process. And so, um, yeah, I think it's important to, to acknowledge that there's so much that, that people can do. Yeah, I think it's no question that youth are sincerely like concerned with the needs of like the time that we live in and they're they see the urgency so i think the neha when i was talking to her just brought up how we just need to tap into that and like make sure there are channels that they can have so like like opportunities and avenues in order to channel that that concern and that that energy and action that they want to undertake in order to transform like you were saying Nora, there's there's many ways to do it um and we always have to be willing to share those those ways with people so we can get everyone involved i mean we nothing's going to change drastically if only a few are doing it and on that note if you are involved with something or something that you are passionate about and that you engage with your community and we would love to hear from you about what that is we have a, a link on our website past the mic youth.com where we're looking for your submissions, uh, either maybe art or music or um, an essay about what it is that you are doing um, in your community. As always, thank you for listening to this episode of Hashtag Pass the Mic Youth. For more stories about young activists, check out PassTheMicYouth.com. Hashtag Pass the Mic Youth is made possible by NC State Extension, but does not necessarily reflect its views.